Welcome to the Ultradent Products Podcast. Today's guest is Dr. Mark Friedman. Dr. Friedman is a graduate and faculty member of the USC Dental School. He is past president of the American Academy of Aesthetic Dentistry, fellow of the American and International College of Dentists, and member of the Academy of Dental Sleep Medicine and Academy of Sleep Medicine. He practices with his son at the Center for Dental Aesthetics and Sleep Medicine in Encino, California. So, Dr. Friedman, thank you so much for joining us today. It's a pleasure to have you here. My pleasure, Melanie. Um, Dr. Friedman is going to talk to us a little bit about unit dose and the advantages that he finds in his practice. Dr. Friedman, when did you begin using a unit dose concept, and what was your motivation for adopting this concept? I first began using unit dose a bit by accident, really. It was about 1993, and I had this concept in moving into a new office at the time that I wanted to try to separate all of my consumables into unit dose packages, mainly for infection control. So I designed a room that was separate just for supplies, and all of my supplies and all of my consumables from 2 by 2s the composites, the etch, and all of that would be actually located in a separate location, and those items would be brought to the treatment room. So the treatment room had no drawers. It had no supplies other than paper towels and, and gloves and cups. And that was the concept. So unit dose really started for me in the early 90s with the idea of it being an infection control concept. And I I gathered a lot of my workflow ideas from fast food restaurants. I sat down with a pad and paper and just sort of watched different restaurant workflows at McDonald's and the typical fast food places. And one of the places was uh, California Pizza Kitchen which um, is near my home, and I watched how they prepared the individual pizzas. And all of the items are prepared in advance. So they cut up the mushrooms, and they cut up the tomatoes, and they have the cheese, and they can quickly assemble a pizza. And that's really what we did in this room. We even called it prep, preps, which was short for preparation. So it was a preparation room using cafeteria trays to assemble, and that's where the idea of unit dosing came in. And, and originally, my introduction to UltraDent was because they were one of the first companies to have um, unit dose products. And specifically, it was astringent and, of course, the little magic syringe, which is the core of the company. How did you incorporate unit dose into your practice? Well, the way that I incorporate unit dose, and let me give you some specific examples, um, and I'll use UltraDent products as an example. Some of UltraDent products are certainly designed well for unit dose, but I have an issue with the fact that many of the products are really designed with sleeves or covers so that they can be used multiple times. I don't like to do that. So what I would do is, for example, with acid etch, I'll take empty syringes and just fill them partially with etchant, and then those get sealed in a, in a heat seal bag, a continuous roll of bags which you can get commercially in all different sizes. These bags are on a roll and they're open in the front. You can actually package things very rapidly and use a heat sealer. And so it's a single use. It really makes acid etch a single use. Um, another example is uh, we use contact lens cases, soft contact lens cases, as little temporary containers. So we'll take the uh, ultra pack cord in the astringent system and we'll pre-cut cords. I I like a certain size cord and we'll pre-cut them and put 
the large cord and the small cord with a double pack technique in the contact lens case, package that with a syringe of ultradent solution that's already filled with an infuser tip. Now see, ultradent can't do that because the packaging becomes very much more complicated and I guess there would be air getting into the syringe, but we could package 20 or 30 of those and that would last us for several weeks and then we, we bring in uh, low-level salary people, some high school students or college interns sometimes, to do packaging. Or if we have a cancellation, they do packaging. So just like McDonald's fast food drive through the food is actually made before you order it at the window. All they're doing is assembling it because they know someone's going to come up in a moment and order a burger and a fry. Um, and then the, the second concept that evolved from that really was logical in that we took these sub-packs like the packing cord and the astringent and put those together into larger packs we call mega packs. And those mega packs have everything from anesthetic to the needles to the patient disposable towel, the disposable bib clip, and all of those things. So now you only have to grab one package. It's in visual bins. It's very easy to see. It's very easy to inventory. And you really don't need a staff person that knows where things are in cabinets because we don't hide it in the cabinetry. So it's worked out quite well. Do you see any kind of trend toward unit dose by dental manufacturers? I haven't really seen the trend from manufacturers for unit dosing the way I would think it should be. I mean, unit dosing makes a lot of sense. For one thing, dentists have no concept for what procedures really cost. I mean, if you think about it, if you're taking something from a large bottle and dispensing it into a smaller container, you really don't know what that unit cost is. A unit dose, however, does give you cost control. You kind of know exactly what that procedure costs because you could inventory and you could barcode, for that matter, each unit dose item that you're using and really have a sense for what is your overhead for that procedure. And the unit dose makes sense from infection control, but what we, what we realized is it's a much more organized way to be practicing because you know where things are, you see them visually, you can inventory them, inventory them easily, and you don't have to be a seasoned veteran working in the dental office to know where things are. So how do you organize your unit dose supplies, and, and how do you have them ready for use? So the way that we've organized these supplies, as I mentioned in this single room, is that we have open bins. Uh, it's an acro bin system. I've seen that in hospitals, you've seen these blue bins and the yellow bins and the red bins, and they come in different sizes, and they're just stacked up on a, on a long counter, and these bins have the supplies in an open visual system. We then, for many procedures, we may find something that a manufacturer makes that isn't really unit dose, and we make it unit dose. Uh, an example of that, um, in addition to an alternate product, would be like just two-by-twos. Rather than have a a whole card of two-by-twos in a drawer where people are going to grab maybe 20, but they only need three or four, we'll package four. Package four cotton rolls. Package in our cementation pack uh, a bite stick. Uh, package in that same pack uh, an individual dental floss, articulating paper with a disposable um, holder. All of these items, even though we're throwing them away, we're saving so much on staff time, both for setup and cleanup. And, and that's really our big cost in the office. So we came up with this idea originally, as I mentioned, from infection control concepts, and we came up with an acronym, 
we call ICE, or Infection Control Environment. And the, the whole theory was that at a restaurant, for example, you wouldn't want to be standing at a subway watching someone make your sandwich and then pausing and turning around taking a bite of their own sandwich. I mean, it would kind of make you sick. You would walk away. And yet in dentistry, we're doing that. We have clean next to dirty. We have cotton roll dispensers on the back bar right behind us where you know saliva fog is, is flying. We have a dental floss dispenser or anesthetic dispenser. And then again, drawers with poles right behind us or in a cart below us where we're right there doing operative procedures. It, it isn't so much the idea of cross-contamination. I'm not so much of a microphobic individual, but it's the aesthetic of it. I don't know that that person taking a bite of the sandwich is going to contaminate my sandwich, but it certainly isn't aesthetic to see someone eating while they're making your food. So the food is prepared at one location. It's served to you to take to another location, a place where you would eat. And then if it was a restaurant with silverware and whatnot, that's washed in a third location. But the reason McDonald's and fast food places work so well is because everything is thrown out. The little ketchup is individualized. The mustard is individualized. The silverware is obviously plastic. And everything's packaged and given to you. And, and you just feel good about it. And in that, of course, now the trend has been for these people to wear gloves. And that adds another layer of feeling confident that you know, you just don't want their cooties, and that's kind of become the way we are in society. So ICE, or Infection Control Environment, is, is the acronym for this system, and unit dosing is really a lot of the core of, of how it evolved. Has your ICE organization concept had an impact on office workflow and cost of providing care? Well, the big impact on the practice has been in time savings. If you can unit dose and then prepackage, you know you're going to need certain things on a regular basis. Topical anesthetic. We choose topicals that come in unit dose. Um, mylar strips, as an example, always come in a big vial. So we put three of them in a little seal pack and unit dose them. And so anything that comes unit dose, I have a tendency to purchase that product as opposed to another product that actually might be better but they give it to you in bulk. And many manufacturers really have a mixed bag. There, there isn't one manufacturer I can think of that has everything unit dose. And I think that's a big advantage, even though I realize the packaging may be challenging. And that's why we would break certain things down and make our own unit dose packaging, which really only has to last on the shelf for maybe a few weeks. So our main cost control has been staff time. We have found that we could cut our work week. We used to have a four-and-a-half-day work week in our old office concept, and we actually cut that to a three-day work week. And we, we basically are producing the same amount of dentistry in three days that we used to do a four-and-a-half. And, and I think a lot of that is just wasted time on high-paid salaries for people doing setup and cleanup, which really is a lot of what we do in the dental experience in providing dental care, and, and there are ways to make it more efficient, and unit dosing, I think, is one way to do that. How can a dentist learn more about your concept of unit dose and ICE? Well, if a dentist would want to learn more about this concept that we've incorporated, this infection control environment, ICE and unit dosing, uh, one way they could at least see it in action and kind of get some of their own ideas would be to go to our website, which is www.cda dsm.com, and from that website, they could click on a link that would take them to a 
video that would demonstrate the unit dosing and the ICE concept um, in action. Or they can certainly go to their local fast food restaurant and just turn that light bulb on. Pretend that that's your office. And that's not a sandwich being made, but that's a dental procedure being performed. I could give you dozens of examples where we have extrapolated ideas from restaurants, and these ideas work really good in dental office. So you can find a lot of efficiencies because they've spent a lot of money trying to make fast food fast and efficient and still clean, and people don't get sick because they avoid cross-contamination. Well, that's pretty much what we do in dentistry. So I, I, I see the parallels, and they've worked really well for us. Great. Well, thank you for your time. Well, thank you, Melanie. I enjoyed speaking with you and sharing those ideas with you today as well. Thanks for tuning in to today's podcast. For a full archive of Ultradent's podcasts, please visit podcast.ultradent.com. If you have ideas or suggestions for an upcoming podcast, please send an email to ultradentnews at ultradent.com. Mm-hmm.